Hey everybody, welcome back to Cutie Chat Podcast. This is Mary. And this is Daryl. And this is your one-stop shop for all things quarantine related. We talk about current affairs, what's happening with politics, our favorite TV programming, how we're adjusting to the pandemic, how the world around us is adjusting to it. We try to also come with motivation, inspiration, and everything in between. So today's topic, we're going to just jump into it. We, it's been a while since we've had an episode, but we're going to talk about what's going on with the current state of political affairs in the United States regarding the election, also regarding uh, the pandemic, and a lot of the losses that we've suffered as a country and as a culture um, as a result of the mismanagement of this pandemic within the U.S. So Daryl, I'm going to just hand it off to you to kick off talking about some things you've heard on you know NPR, some of the podcasts you listen to regarding what's going on with the president and all that stuff. So let's get into it. So as of today, um, the Electoral College has voted, meaning that each state has sent their electors and their electors have, um, for the first time, all electors voted with the popular vote. There were no uh, little dissenting electors. There were no shenanigans um yeah everybody voted straight up with with the way that the actual vote lined up and so uh, i don't have exact counts but biden had 306 electors and uh trump had the losing amount and so uh in addition to that he's lost all but one court battle and so he's he's lost 80 court battles so out of 81 court battles he's won one minor and lost 80 everything else um he's lost a popular vote by seven million votes um he's lost in every conceivable way because every state that has done a recount more um, than one recount yeah multiple recounts have have declared him the loser and so uh he's the loser 20 times over um biden made an address last night and he talked about how trump continues to attack the our our democratic system with all these frivolous lawsuits Mm -hmm. by declaring that the election was a sham with no proof whatsoever um he's he and biden had a had a speech about this about how trump has exhausted every single legal means of challenge and he's lost on all counts but he continues to not concede to declare election a sham and uh, they were talking about not not during Biden's speech, but they, they were talking about how uh, for Trump, there is no real reason for him to concede because um, for him, he's raised over two hundred million dollars ever since uh, the election has ended and he's been calling calling it what he has. Right. And so uh, he's he's continuing to rile up his rile up his base. And defroth um, them at the same time. And defroth them, yeah. It's like waving the magic stick in front of them while picking their pockets. And and destabilized uh, our democratic system yeah. and our elections. Um, and it all, also for him, he he had he leaves himself room to basically, uh, you know, redeclare that he's running for president in four more years by carrying on this narrative that he believes in his head. And so he's basically just, you know, he's, it's like destabilizing our democracy Mm -hmm. for him. Yeah, for his own All for his benefit. Yeah. And 
it's like at a certain point, you know, like and the Democrats like right now, it's like the the new fight now. Yeah. You know, thank goodness he doesn't have his uh, his like nuclear finger anymore, but uh, he still has a mouthpiece of mm-hmm. the different uh, news organizations and media organizations. Um, propping and him some up. some Republicans. There are some yeah. history story Republicans who are still backing him and they are just as culpable as he is in tearing away and chipping away at our democracy. And and, 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 and the, the thing that's just the most grotesque about him, over 137, it might be more than that, but I know it's at least over 137 the last time I read, which was a couple days ago, That's how many of his Secret Service and the people who secure him, the White House, all of his detail, over 137 people have gotten COVID as a result of his recklessness. The person who is the head of White House security has been in the hospital for the last three months. And I read just last night that he had to have his leg and foot amputated as a result of struggling with trying to survive the uh, COVID-19. And so not only is he sowing dissension, discord, and chipping away at our democracy, he is literally killing people that work around him or making them sick or causing them lifelong irreparable health uh, care issues. And so it's, it's just a me, me, me at all costs and every cost. Now, had he won, there would be no questions about whether or not it was a fair election. There would be no question. As a matter of fact, when he did win in 2016, he did steal it. It was an actual stolen election, unlike this one this time around. He had the help of Russia to help him steal the election last time. This time, people understood what was what was at stake. People voted in the interest not only of themselves, but of the country and the welfare of our country and, the, and our standing in the world. And we, we spoke loudly. We showed up. We early voted. We mail-in voted. We same-day voted. We all voted nonetheless, and we were all able to vote for what was the best thing for this country. And that was a ticket that would make President-elect Biden and Vice Madam Vice President-elect Harris our incoming leaders of this country. And it's just, like Daryl said, like it's a shield. All this stuff that he's doing, these rallies he's holding... All the stuff that he is doing is an effort for him to raise money. Please wake up, people. Please. We don't, we're not sure if a Trump supporter is listening to us, but if you are, we understand how you feel. We felt the same way when, when our candidate lost last time. But understand that every dollar you give him, all the money you sow into him, it is for him to line his pockets. He has so much campaign debt that he is leaving office with. He has left a lot of these towns and these communities ravished with debt from all these audacious spectacles of rallies that he did not pay for all these vendors who are left trying to figure out how they're going to finance or make up for the money that they are owed and they are also suffering because it's a pandemic he just leaves destruction in his wake wherever he goes and they don't believe in wearing masks so they're going around spreading spreading coronavirus yes finally chris christie has spoken up against him because he suffered coronavirus he was in the hospital with a ugly stay he barely made it out alive and he is saying no like what is happening is wrong uh trump lost and he was he was the guy that was coaching him during the um the debates so it's not like this is just he was a never trumper he was definitely a trumper way up until trump almost killed him yeah. And a person shouldn't have to almost kill you for you to realize they probably aren't in your best interest. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And another so another thing uh is that 
so as of now, Biden and Harris are officially officially president-elect and vice president-elect. There are still a number of Republican senators and uh, Congress people who refuse to acknowledge them as president-elect and vice president-elects. Uh, they did it before. They, they refused to acknowledge them before the electoral college vote. And we know that they, you know, now that the vote has happened, they, they're still refusing to, to acknowledge them. Right. So, uh, and then, so after, now that the electoral college vote has happened, the last sort of quote unquote official thing is that the votes get counted in the Senate when the Senate reconvenes. Um, the Republicans have talked about pulling some sort of stunt in terms of delaying the vote, um, and different Republicans have already stated that they plan to to be there to uh, to, to demonstrate or do whatever they're going to do. But um, once again, they can't. They can only delay the vote. They're not. They can't stop the vote altogether. So they can. They can like you know set up a shop and eat pizza or whatever. But <laughs> the vote's going to happen the next day. It's, it's going to happen at some point. Yeah, there there are no more tricks and there are no more treats. <laughs> I mean, it's Well, people with, with 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 common sense know that. People with with working brain cells know that, but I won't hold anything past these people. I mean, if if they going to go out with a bang, they certainly going to do that. I'm not going to hold it past them, but Lord have mercy come January 20th. <laughs> well, I mean, they really do seem like crazy cultist people yeah it's funny because we we talked about nexium and then we also we haven't talked about it but we watched the walking dead these people really are a a interesting mix between like cultists and the walking dead yeah just facts don't matter because they're brainwashed by uh by lies and they just blindly and idly follow him like he's god or something yeah and they they don't they don't need uh truth or facts to to make accusations or to to flail wildly at anybody so it's it's just kind of we 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 gonna all watch this together and see how this (laughs) unfolds Right, right you know we hope that it don't turn out like the walking dead or you know, or Nexium, you know that guy got got eventually locked up. So, um, you know, yeah, we can only hope. And that's the other point. A lot of people are saying that Trump is doing all of this because, dun 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 dun, he's looking at a lot of legal heat coming his way after he leaves the White House. He will no longer have the protections of the presidency, and everything that he has been dodging and ducking from his legal from legal um, actions against him to money that's owed, he, 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 he has to be able to cough, cough all the money up and he's going to have to stand up in court to face a lot of different things. And so that is why you see all this resistance. It's not so much that he feels like he's robbed. He understands that the time, the clock is ticking and his protections of the pre- presidency are literally 30 days or less away. So And we don't even have time to go into it, but like he's trying to preemptively pardon his children for crimes that they may have done <laughs> which like what what <laughs> have you ever heard anybody like do that like it just in case i may or may not have 
you know, peed in the been the bed. Here's some bed covers. I I, I want to buy some bed covers. Right. Like you don't you don't you don't need that unless you did it. Right. Right. So it's like you know, just in case you find some uh, which mess, which lets you know that he knows that he's been doing wrong. Just in case you find some mess, I'm gonna just leave some money. If you <laughs> need to clean, if you need to clean it up, just let me know. <laughs> this money is here for where. So. Oh man. Oh man. That's well, all we need to know. Well, I guess it's it's not that comforting or exciting to dig into this next topic, and we won't lament too long, but um, anybody following American news knows that America is almost at 300,000 lives lost uh, to COVID-19. Over, I don't know if it's 7 or 8 million Americans infected. Uh, last week, it was over 200,000 new cases being reported daily throughout the U.S. In some states as much as 10,000 new infections a day. And it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because they kept saying it was going to be a second wave. And a lot of people are saying now that the second wave is going to be two and three and four times worse than the first wave. That they expect millions of people to succumb to this. And it's it's just, it's unfortunate. Like Daryl said I'm in a previous podcast episode, I am relieved that they do have a vaccine in the works uh, for the frontline workers and for the people who are more susceptible or vulnerable who definitely probably will need it to, to, to fight the odds of surviving it. However, it's it never becomes an easy or uh, it's, it's never going to be a comfortable conversation to have or a topic to discuss because all of these lives are someone mother, father, sister, brother, aunt, uncle, you know, it's, it's somebody's somebody. And we've lost family, so we know the impact that it can have. And it's, it's just it's just sad. That's, I mean, that's all I got. It's just sad. And it's it's hard to watch, so we, we try not to, to be, be plugged in day to day. But, you know, it's, 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 just, it's just painful to keep hearing about all these numbers. Yeah, living in the U.S., it will, it's becoming our new reality. I remember back in November, I believe the count might have been like 2 million infected or something. And we kind of just stopped watching yeah. <clears throat> because, you know, now we look back and now we're up, you know, 3x from that. Right. So it's, you know, living in America, this thing is not going anywhere. Um, for the rest of the world, you know, New Zealand and Australia have reported zero cases and are now back open 100%. I know that not every country, you know, every country is kind of having their own battle. But, yeah, the U.S. is, is definitely, uh, as, as the earlier analogy, pissing the bed, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We definitely, as the leading superpower of the world, we definitely get an F when it comes to how we have handled this and how things are going. I mean, I don't think New Zealand is opening its borders, but they are 100% eradicated from this, and their country is 100% back open, no mandates, no restrictions, and they are going about their lives. So it is possible that it can happen. We have more money and more resources than New Zealand, and the fact that they could do it, but we can't, it tells you everything that we, we, we have to look at ourselves as a country. We have to look at ourselves because she didn't do it alone. She had citizens who were willing to cooperate, who weren't busy standing around talking about my rights and my free will. When we start losing the ability to think about the greater good of mankind than what 
suits our own personal interests, we've lost. And obviously we've lost if we have people dying by the hundreds of thousands and people being infected by the millions. We've lost. We really have to do some soul searching and reevaluating those trips that we want to take, those huge family gatherings that we want to go to, um, just the congregating, the going out. Like, we really have to get serious about this, people, and really think long-term about the state of the country and what country want we want to have left when the dust settles on all of this. Yep. And so I guess with that... And I guess the, the last thing we wanted to end this, we wanted to just do a shout-out, acknowledge one of our, you know, an actor we kind of grew up with. Um, he also succumbed to COVID, so we just wanted to take some time to say R.I.P., and acknowledge his uh, legacy within the black community. Maybe, Daryl, you can end the note talking about him and some of the movies he's done. So, yeah, Tiny Lister is known as uh, Debo from the movie Friday. And uh, so he was one of the more recent known people that uh, that passed. Uh, he's been in so many movies. Um, Friday is the, most, is the most popular. He also went on to do a lot of stage plays mm -hmm. and um, he did a lot for the black community. Mm -hmm. um, your favorite movie. Well, one of your favorite movies. The yeah. Uh, I mean, The Fifth Element. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was in that. Um, so, yeah, we are definitely, you know, our hearts and prayers go out to his family. Yeah. And to everybody else that's still dealing with this, this uh, virus. Yeah. All right, guys. This wasn't the most upbeat podcast episode, but we did say that from the beginning. Thank you so much for listening. All we can say is please, please wear a mask, socially distance, wash your hands, think of your neighbor, think of your family, think of yourself. We will keep everybody lifted in prayer as we do daily. We hope everybody can make it through the end of 2020, and we can all look forward to a new 2021. That being said, thank you so much for joining us. You can find us on wherever you get your podcasts. Have a wonderful new year. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back soon. All right, till next time. <laughs>